This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Just coming up to 5.39, you're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. It's time for today on Twitter, and it's a question of legacy, since the Prime Minister has said no landmarks will be built to mark his administration. So this tweet comes from BFM News, but it has, I'm just going to, you know, why hide it? People will find out. out. Um, So it comes from BFM News, but the conversation that it sparked, I think, is pretty interesting. So uh, this is what the tweet from our news team says. Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim says no landmarks will be built to mark his administration and then there's a quote I want to take care of KL we already have enough landmarks such as the TRX KL Tower KLCC Twin Towers under Anwar I don't intend to leave such a mark what I think we need is to boost the city's potential its cleanliness its beauty and the space for SMEs to thrive he also said he wants to focus on helping stall owners and small time traders who have not been given any attention due to less than pleasant premises and this is uh, this has been received in in a few different ways, right? I think broadly people find it refreshing because we have, of course, seen the age of mega projects mm-hmm. for, for decades now. And also because there is often this um, propensity, not just from Malaysian leaders, but world leaders, to want to say, I built that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a permanent mark on the face of the country. And every time you see it, you'll know who did it. Um, and so the fact that we have someone who's saying, no, I don't want to... Um, and then going on to suggest other things like cleanliness and beauty is is interesting. And people are responding to that by pointing out specifics. Yeah. And actually, it's a really interesting thread. Since Lynn laid the cards on the table, I would say if you're interested to look at some of the suggestions, head on over to our Twitter account at BFM Radio. Or sorry, at BFM News. Uh, but in this case, um, some of the suggestions that have come up, Vote Better Sidewalks says, Dear PMX, you may not want to focus on skyscrapers, but please do more on ground scraper pedestrians infrastructure. Yes, agreed. We have enough tall buildings, but lacking so much on the ground. KL will be more efficient and beautiful. Uh, we also have someone else saying convert elevated highways to parks and bicycle lanes and then it would be progressive. Um, and I think this call for more walkability, more more accessibility that doesn't rely on cars mm. is, is one that's come up quite a bit. And, you know, we, we hammer on here um, about the, the pedestrian walkways and the like. So you're not going to hear any disagreement from us. So I actually really love the suggestions and I think I love them because there's also, to go back to what we started with, a question of what we consider someone's legacy. And one gigantic building that's the second or third highest in the world perhaps is actually not as significant a legacy as greening a city. And what is it that we're more likely to value and appreciate? And so I think that's what this conversation has opened up. It's also a little bit about legacy at a particular point in a country's development, yes. right? Because um, it's very easy. Or, well, no, I mean, that that's unfair. But it is easier when a city or a country is less developed to then, you know, plonk mega projects left, right, centre to have a skyscraper here to do this and that. But now when you have a city that feels overcrowded and just 
completely, you know, overcast with these skyscrapers. It's also about reading the mood and whether or not people do in fact want more half-empty buildings that look great and bear your name, but that don't in fact make people feel great. Um, your point about legacy and greening is also interesting because I don't think in the 1980s that anyone except a member of the Green Party in other countries would have said, you know what my legacy is going to be? Leaving a greener country. Except Lee Kuan Yew. Except Lee Kuan <laughs> Even then, you know, that's more gardening. Yeah, like, Garden City. Garden City. Yeah. It's not necessarily um, a push towards green in, yes, in the way right. that we're talking about. And so I think that if you put it in that context, um, part of what he's saying um, maybe is is very much a product of the time we live in, where people are increasingly saying, no, I want walkability. I want sustainable, you know, healthy living in Malaysia. So that's my full name, uh, going back to the tweets, says, How about greener cities and towns using local hardy plants that require low maintenance? Enough of fancy spe- uh, species. Enough of fancy, <laughs> All right, Sean. Spe- fancy <laughs> species that need regular replacement. Who gets the contract? Also, campaigns to encourage use of idle land for community gardening. I love the suggestion. I remember the first time I visited um, cities in California and I was mind blown to see how much they use the local um, succulents and desert fauna, uh, flora to decorate their cities. And, and I'd love to see that happen more in KL. So my, uh, I, I've been observing this actually in my own neighbourhood because the the plants that they've used to, pu- to kind of prop up the, the sidewalk while I'm driving back into my house, there is one particular turn. And at one point, the plants got so overgrown that they were in fact being dangerous uh, because they weren't being maintained. And so they were eating into your view of the road and what it was that you could see. So then they pruned all of it and then it was just a naked road and looked terrible. And now they've planted these weird... I don't think they're long for this life kind of trees. And so I, I do think that when we think about... When we think about the landscape and the plants that we choose to situate local plants, plants that are, are made for, you know, our particular blend of harsh sunlight and, <laughs> and lots of rain, you know, would go a long way. A number of people bringing up cultural things, so I thought mm. I'd just package them all together. Aslan says, I'm not going to hold back on this. Improve maintenance, pelbagaikan cultural events. And then uh, Ali says can start by preserving historical buildings and the areas around and in Kuala Lumpur. Too many historical buildings have gone to make way for quote-unquote development. Sof just says, fund libraries, I beg you. <laughs> um, I agree with all of that. I also really like this one from um, Sheikh Jurgen who says, don't forget to improve the drainage system as well. Always Banji Kilat. And I love the mention of that because I'm not sure that many people, when you are the leader of the country, wants your legacy to be drainage. And yet, in a country like ours, that could save lives. And so it's not romantic, yeah. but it certainly is something that, that is desired, that is needed. So we're talking about the fact that the Prime Minister has said he won't be building skyscrapers as a part of his legacy. So we're asking you, what would you like to see him focus on in terms of built environment instead? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Best Flipping Moments, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
It is 5.53. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And we've been asking you, what would you like to see the Prime Minister focus on in terms of built environment? So this comes on the wake of him saying he doesn't intend to build a landmark or skyscraper to mark his legacy. So what should he be doing instead? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at PFM Radio. We have plenty of suggestions pouring in. Muhammad Shawanuddin has an idea after my own heart, um, saying Anwar Ibrahim should do a monument by building a library as big as the Library of Alexandria or Baghdad in the past. Collect all books in all languages. This should be the main objective, even after Anwar is not PM anymore. That is the project. Put it down. Do it. Honestly, while also, I co-sign. While also funding our libraries and empowering Dewan Bahasa dan Pustaka and just, you know, like encouraging more reading. So one These gigantic side, yes. li- library and then a network of libraries all over the country. Yes, I, I'm just adding side missions partly because I don't want it to be said that we're pie in the sky and ignoring the fact that we're also seeing the fact that like libraries in general aren't the most loved places, which is unfortunate. Lok is going very practical, saying education, pay scale and living standards. Agreed. I think that all of those things, um, I, I, Lok, I don't think you would be able to find a single Malaysian who disagrees with you on any of those three. <laughs> like you would be hard pressed. We can find ways to disagree on almost anything. But I think if you walked out and told someone education, pay scale, living standards, you want improved, like nobody is going to fight you on it. Um, Carl and Lee Jun both have uh, plant related thoughts. Carl says, be a PM that builds the most parks. Lee Jun says, dear Prime Minister, please start a school and academy for arborists. We can name it after you. I love both of those ideas. I mean, parks, yes, definitely. Start a school and academy for arborists is so cute. Uh, it would also be the Anwar Ibrahim Arborist Academy, right? Which, which has a nice ring to mm-hmm. it, I have to say. We have TIDJ saying, um, regarding a cleaner KL, I'm curious how that would be achieved. I think unless and until the Malaysian habit of littering is curbed, funding cleanup projects are not going to are only going to be a short-term initiative. Tokyo is a huge and clean city, not because you can find bins everywhere, but because people do not litter. If DSAI can change that Malaysian habit, it would be an impactful legacy to remember. So, dear DJ, I get where you're coming from, but I've always wondered about this because it sounds to me like one of those which should come first situations, right? I'm led to believe that if you create spaces that are kept clean with places that people can dispose of trash easily, it will deter the majority of people from littering. Can I add also that Tokyo street cleaning is quite yes. stringent. Yes. So um, I, I agree with you that it is important for people to have civic pride and not litter. But I don't think that that is the only reason or perhaps even the main reason. I, I think that it comes from a combination of having spaces that are tr- usually kept clean by cleaners and so on, um, a civic-minded populace. And then also maybe since you already brought up Lee Kuan Yew, Maybe in our context, the closest correlation would be Singapore. And how they do it is by these two things plus fines. Yes. Yeah. Um, and while I'm not a, the biggest fan of the, the stick approach, yeah. I think for things like cleanliness, um, some amount of balancing between the... Um, Balancing between offering up the space, but also making sure that fines and things like that are in- enforced is important. Yes. So, um, meanwhile, we have Norzi, who says a legacy that PMX... Sorry, before we get to Norzi, can we agree DSAI or DSAI? 
Oh, I say DSAI. Interesting. I tend to decide. But then on air, of course, we always say Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim, <laughs> respectfully. But um, yeah, because when you said DSAI, I was like, oh. Oh, this is a one you owe you moment. Yes, yes. Um, anyway, weigh in on this separate <laughs> separate issue. Um, you know, how when, when you type, because people type DSAI to us all the time. And then we translate that on air into That's Anwar true. Ibrahim. But this was the first time that you said it that as I've alphabet. actually read it out, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just curious. This is the first time I've heard someone say DSAI. Uh, it could be me. I'm pretty. Co- it, it's very possible that it's just me. It doesn't sound great, but it's just <laughs> it's just how it's been in my head. Um, Norzi says a legacy that PMX should aim for would be to rebuild Malaysia back in every sense. The legacy of reinstating good governance to push our economy back to Asian tiger status. And no, 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 don't build bigger and better pavements. It only benefits motorcyclists to use it as parking space and marmarks to put extra tables and chairs. And yes, I am being sarcastic here. <laughs> well. Better enforcement. That's what I'm saying. Munif says, <laughs> Munif says, dash the optics. If I was PM, I would build a triplet tower to one-up everything KL now has and cement my legacy forever. You know, Munif, some people, I think, um, don't do well in seats of power. <laughs> like, and, and, you know, that doesn't mean that you, you can't be a good leader, but maybe there's a reason some people don't pursue, like, country leadership. <laughs> I don't know necessarily that people want a triplet tower. No. Um, we are running out of time. I just wanted to say Bugle Von Noodle is saying Anwar Ibrahim Arborist Academy is A-I-A-A, also pronounced Aya. Yes. <laughs> yes, earlier I thought it would be the Anwar Arborist Academy, but that's Which not I our convention. Which I thought sounded nice, but yes, you're it's right. It's not our convention, yeah. Keep those thoughts coming. What would you like to see the PM focus on in terms of built environment? And keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.